<laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. We are coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tully, and joining me today, as always, is Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain too much. Um, unfortunately, as you can see, our resident Imperial is not here. Um, <laughs> he he must have done something to, you know, upset Lord Vader. So he's, you know. Uh, but no, we, we wish him well. And uh, he's dealing with some health issues right now. So uh, wish him, wish, uh, hopefully he'll be back next week and he can raz on us rebel rebel scum later. <laughs> uh, so um, we are getting back into the groove of talking about the may uh, the Star Wars films with the movie that well. We're going to be talking about The Force Awakens. Uh, <laughs> um, I think for most people, when it comes to the sequel trilogy, this is considered to be, for by many, to be the good one. Um, this is the one that had the least amount of backlash from the fans, I think. I mean, there still was, but I think for the most part, this one, you know, was pretty generally liked by a lot of the fans like i said there were still were the the those who did not like it and were just kind of like you know but what was your take on the force awakens well <laughs> i mean it was well. nice to be back with star wars and see things mm -hmm. coming back around seeing the new stuff they were going to do with it and I don't know what I was expecting exactly. Um, it, it was not my favorite trilogy or the start of you yeah. know a trilogy that I really enjoyed. But uh, for what it was and all things considered, it was all right. I mean, uh, I posted on Facebook there about... Uh, you know, it being trash, and I, I'm just trying to get people spooled up and see <laughs> see if they'll give us a little insight into, you know, maybe what they liked about it or what they didn't like about it. And I think <laughs> yeah. for me, yeah, the biggest thing was the lead up to the actual release of the movie and all the speculation and fan theories uh, about, you know, the movie just from the trailers. Nobody had any idea what was going on. Yeah. I mean, even at one point I put, um, yeah, it was like a three to four paragraph tirade on my page because people kept going on and on about Kylo Ren's lightsaber and the, the cross guard, the hilt. And mm. I mean, yeah, I had enough and I went on a tirade about it. I mean, I was going, uh, full nerd <laughs> oh yeah 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 well i think uh, for me uh, like the one thing i noticed one of the biggest things was 
this came, of course, you know, it was J.J. Abrams, of course, who directed the first one. And this was right on the heels of Star Trek. Yes. Uh, him doing Star Trek. And I remember there was a lot of trepidation about what is this going to be like? Because I know a lot of people didn't like his take on Star Trek. And, you know, what he did with that, with that universe and with that franchise and um, so there's a lot of trepidation about what is he going to do with our beloved Star Wars. Um, you know, this is the first time that it was outside of a um, someone outside of you know Luke. You know, it was still Lucasfilm, but you know. The Disney mer- the Disney sale had just happened recently, and you know all this stuff was happening, and then you find out J.J. Abrams is doing it. And I mean, I remember there was a lot of trepidation, a lot of of worry about what you know is it just going to be nothing but lens flare? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's his favorite thing. Yes, yes, the the lens flare. <laughs> um, the thing I noticed. And this was my, you know, I understand why, you know, you're wanting to move in was of all the movies, this one had to me the least with the original crew. You know, you had no Luke in it basically up still up to the very end. Uh, Leia was in it a little bit and so was Han. Uh, we'll get to Han Han later, but um, I mean, do you think that was a good move by by them to kind of be like, okay, we're moving away from this original you know, the original cast, the one that you got, you know, everyone knew, you know, Luke, Han, and Leia, and now we're focusing on completely new, a completely new trilogy. You know, you, it's a new trilogy, so we're giving you a new trilogy, you know, a new, um, uh, da, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A new Trinity, basically. You know, you had the original, you had the, you know, the original series, tr- original, original, uh, trilogy Trinity of, I got Star Trek, Star yeah. Wars <laughs> confused in my mind. Uh, the original trilogy Trinity of Luke, Han, and Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say, you know, the prequels you had, um, Padme, Anakin, and Obi Wan, yeah. and now you have um, Finn and Poe. Right. Um. So, I mean, what did you think about that? The idea of them saying, like, okay, we're mo- you know, we're not going to show these characters. These characters are going to become more background characters now. And now we're focusing on these, or do you think it should have been a continuation of the story of Luke and Luke and Leia and Han? Uh, you know, we find out in the end that to an extent, these three were kind of the closure of that original Trinity. Uh, Cause you know, you, you, yeah, we all know by now you see all three at some point in these, in the final trilogy. Um, but personally, 
myself. I think that they definitely needed to go a new direction. I think Abrams is notorious for that kind of thing anyway. So we all should have had expected that coming, but the way he tied it to the original trio, I think was very well done. You know, they, he didn't just bombard you all at once with all of them as a fan service. You know, he brings yeah. back Han and Chewie first. Yeah. Two I... beloved characters. Everybody loves them and ties that in there. And then you get, you get Leia later. You're like, oh my gosh, like there they are. Where's Luke? You know, I, I think he did good mm-hmm. uh, with, bringing all of them together like that and to have the new trio or the new Trinity, as you put it, you know, I think that was a good move. Um, I know a lot of people didn't care for them. Uh, Personally, I was not a huge fan of Finn's character in general, but that I I just, Mm -hmm. I, I feel like as a former stormtrooper, the character should have been portrayed a little bit differently. But, you know, you and I talked in the pre-record about seeing this, seeing Star Wars from a military standpoint. So I won't get into that now. But Finn was a stormtrooper. They were, or well, he wasn't a stormtrooper. He was a uh, first order trooper. He was a storm. Yeah, they still use the term stormtrooper. They still did use this term, term stormtrooper. Yeah. I feel um, like even though they were but, taken from the population, either by force or voluntarily, I feel like with the amount of training that you get in a basic training kind of capacity, uh, I can't see them just. Yeah. And this is. Yeah, it was. And the fact that they, they, they already, they talk about how they're taken as yeah. children they're taken as young children. And so they're basically brainwashed into believing the propaganda. Um, so yeah, that was something that was, you know, there was no, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of a build up to him leaving the for- first order other than just this happened. And then, Oh, he decides he doesn't like this anymore. So, you know, maybe a, you know, a mid level, you know, a mid movie. Yes. Turn that, that would have um, been better. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. Where, you know, he has to, you know, something happened, you know, he runs into Finn or not Finn, but Poe and Poe is able to convince him rather than just, you know, Oh, he sees all this blood. And well, if he'd been a stormtrooper, you know, you, you would think he would have been, used to seeing although they do talk about the fact that he you know worked in waste disposal <laughs> yeah. most of the time so he didn't really see combat that much but still you know you would have thought that the training would have been the brainwashing the training would have been very entrenched in that um and that would have made his betrayal i think meant me, me, even more as far as betraying you know the first order um where you know he does you know it's something that comes like that but yeah yeah i i agree now i do think as far as people that you you were talking about 
we were talking about expecting to be, you know, something different or focus more on like Han, Luke, and Leia. I think a lot of people were hoping to be that the trilogy would be based on one of the old books. You know, they were hoping we would get the Thrawn mm-hmm. trilogy. They're hoping we get New Jedi Order, um, something like that. But I was one of them. I'm glad we didn't. I'm glad that we got something yeah. new. Um, I know a lot of people. I have some friends who think that who think that same way too. Uh, but me personally, I'm glad we got something new. Not like I, I've said before. I love those books, but I want something new. I want stories that we hadn't seen before, that we hadn't heard before. And that's what we got with the um, with this story, with this yeah. series. So, want uh, to have a quick shout out before we keep going to everyone watching on Facebook Live. I've not. I uh, haven't really had a chance to look over there to see who we got over there, but uh, uh, have you been looking over uh, there? Yeah, I'm, I've got Lauren, who is also in our Get Vocal chat. She is an amazingly funny little lady. Uh, we have a lot of fun on Tuesday nights doing uh-huh. some uh, practice voice acting. <laughs> so awesome. She's, she was awesome. checking us out and... Hanging out for a minute. She says, she says, hey, oh, in uh, the get vocal chat. So, um, hello to you. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, I got, I see two, Hola. two viewers on our Facebook live currently. Um, I can't see who they are. So, go ahead and say oh. something so we can give you a shout out. Um, <laughs> yes, hello. Hello, the virtual there. land. <laughs> I see Kristen Stovall. Uh, gave oh, cool. us a like. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. But, you know, talking about the uh, original trio and then the, the new ones, um, you know, another thing that people kind of had a huge issue with was uh, Ray being this nobody on a desert planet who all of a sudden gains just all these crazy force powers and she's super powerful. And, this and that. Uh, yes. you know, I think that's, I thought it was fine. Honestly. I mean, yeah, we, we just, the whole, you're talking the whole. Yeah. Mary Sue I mean, we have argument for Ray. That she's and, a Mary yeah. Sue. And we discussed it in, in shows in the past. And here's my take on that is you got Luke, starting out in very much similar uh, positioning and he ends mm-hmm. up meeting the crazy old wizard who in turn sends him to go see Yoda. Well, yes, he had someone to yeah. train him, but he was just yeah. this farm boy from a desert planet who all of a sudden had these force powers I think it was perfectly fine for Ray to have those. Yeah. And I mean, they, they give you, you can have the argument as far as how is she able to know how to fly? Well, it's, it shows that, you know, she has some kind of, she already has some knowledge of, of how starship works. You know, she was, you know, in the, in that old star destroyer, she was a junker. She knew how parts work together. So it's kind of insinuated that she kind of knew basically, you know, how everything works. Same thing mm-hmm. with Luke. Luke talks about flying his, you know, I think that would have helped of 
you know, to have a line, you know, there's a line in the original Star Wars where they're in the briefing and Wedge has the, Wedge makes the comment about the, um, the target being too small. And Luke says, I used to target, they're no bigger than a womp rat. I used to target those in my T-16 back home. That gives you the information that, okay, he knows how to fly. He said he used to fly the T-16. You know, you find out later on through, you know, uh, extra stuff that the T-16, the flight controls of the T-16 are basically the same as the T-65, which is the X-Wing. So I think a little line like that, like when they get the Falcon, you know, of of uh, uh, Finn saying something like, do you know how to fly this thing? And Ray saying like, yeah, it's just like this, this, this. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a YT Korean freighter. Those things are simple yeah. to fly. Or it's just like this plane I used mm-hmm. to fly. It's just like this. So yeah, I know how to do it. Would it would have gone a long way to explaining, you know, a lot of movies don't do nowadays is they don't do those little one sentence explanations that can, you know. And you don't have to go into detail. You can just like just like that one line in the original Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, this this is just like the T sixteen back home. Yep. Easy peasy. Do you have all the information you need to know right that there? Easy peasy. It's like, oh, okay, so yeah, that's why he knows how to fly yeah. this thing. Because it, it's just like his ship, you know, and that's something else he used to have. Yeah. I um, mean, we see Ray flying around on that fudge sickle, so I mean she at least knows how to use those. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the little speed, the little the yeah. little uh, little speeder thing she has. So I mean, yeah. she at least has that knowledge, and I agree um, with you. She was a junker. She just knew how mechanics worked, and sometimes, sometimes that's yeah. all it takes. But I mean, in that scenario, though, yeah. I think Poe should have jumped in. Like, oh no, I know how to fly. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. We got we got some chatting going on here. So, <laughs> oh, okay, what's Let's going see. on? So Lauren says that her husband's opinion, or poor explanation of it anyway, is that Ray being a nobody is great because that means anyone can be strong with the Force, and anyone can be a hero. It doesn't matter about her heritage mm. or bloodline or anything. Which we come to find out later, she had a pretty powerful bloodline. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll and we'll get to that in a couple of weeks. Oh, trust me, we will get to that in a couple <laughs> of weeks. Apparently, there was um, a little bit of uh, lost in translation there because I made a fudge this fudge sickle comment, and then when I said Ray was a junker, <laughs> someone misheard it as Ray was a chunker. <laughs> I would never do that, <laughs> but I can see where the problem was. But for the record, I love Fudge Sickle, yes. so that was like my favorite vehicle in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd drive a Fudge Sickle. Yeah. Um... <laughs> but yeah, I think Poe should have taken over. He should have been the pilot, maybe even Chewie. I know Chewie was more the navigator, but well truly when they first got the falcon truly wasn't wasn't right. there um 
he comes in he comes in later when they uh um land when they get, get on that ship um which let's talk about the the uh han and chewie's introduction uh how did you how did you like I that? Thought... them coming you know coming getting back on the falcon and like him saying like we're home that whole oh man that was perfect we're home oh that I remember, I saw that in, the, in the, the trailer when they popped out on the trailer. I'm just like, oh, yes, <laughs> they're back on it. Yes, Han and Chewie on the Falcon. It's just, it just seemed right. Um, I yeah, I just, I just thought that was, and the juxtaposition of this Han compared to the first time we see Han. Yeah, uh, when he's talking about. The Jedi and the Force, he says, it's true, all of it. Right, which the first time he's um, like, I don't I believe I love that, that whole, like, uh, all that mumbo jumbo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, this was just so, you know, and much more mature, but still the same oh, yeah. old Han. We see Han doing the same thing he's always doing, getting into trouble, getting, you know, trying to, you know, he's got himself in a situation where, you know, he's, He's uh, you know, not with a hut this time though. Um, not with a <laughs> hut. No. Uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to David DeSanto. He's in our Facebook live chat, uh, going back and forth with Lauren a little bit, and he is actually the arc master oh. of that game I was talking about on Tuesday. Um, it's a podcast shattered right. dungeons All right. and um, he does some pretty crazy voices too. So anybody that wants a good laugh, cool. tune in on sun or uh, Tuesdays, every Tuesday at 9 PM. <laughs> Chewy agreeing with the accusations is great. Dave says. <laughs> which Chewie's always kind of had like this um, level of sass that you know we only get by the other people translating for us kind of like R2 you're just like oh man yeah yeah 930 one thing I love <laughs> one thing I loved um was and I, I I generally made me laugh laugh when they did the running gag of um Finn trying to pass himself off as this big per- member of the resistance right. and Ray being like you know being so naive and and uh Han just being like when he says the I'm kind of a big deal and Han's just kind of like yeah sure <laughs> you are right um. And yeah, Han just sing right through them, and um, the little thumbs up from from uh, yeah. BB-8 <laughs> when, it, when, she, when he pops up, he's like, "Ding!" <laughs> BB-8, you know, he was so underrated, but he was like the new R two, honestly, and he, he wasn't was, taking no yeah. crap. <laughs> yeah. BB, I like I did like BB. He's not my favorite droid no, in no, Star Wars. I, yeah. Uh that honor that honor for me goes to Chopper. Chopper's a good one. Uh from the from the Rebel series. I, I love I love the little murder droid. Um probably got the highest body count in all of Star Wars <laughs> outside of uh Vader himself. Yeah. 
<laughs> does Vader does Vader count as a droid? <laughs> I think I think he'd be I think he'd be Joe's vote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's talk about. Uh, did you think they hit? Because that's one of the kind of criticisms we had with the prequel trilogy was the humor. Did they hit the humor in this this one? I I don't know. I feel like the humor was a bit more obvious in this one. Um, I mean, it mm-hmm. was pretty obvious in in the prequel trilogy. The original trilogy, it was oh, kind of yeah. dry. It was like a dry humor. Um, you pretty yeah. much only get the comedy relief from C three PO kind of his interactions with people. Yeah, I mean you get you get some you get some good one-liners. You get um the like I'm thinking of in the original trilogy, uh the scene in the uh um where they go into the detention center and Han, you know, does the line of uh yeah, who is this? I'm you know the uh, I, I'm fine. How are you <laughs> yeah. today? Yeah. line. And the uh boring conversation anyway or the uh, it's not my fault. It's not my yeah. fault. Line. Um, I do think this one did, you know, just shied away from the, at least in this one, with the lowest dom- comedy nom- nominator type humor. You know, the, the right. poop and fart jokes. Dave, Dave what, um, he's saying that it felt forced to him. Is Are you referring, which trilogy are yeah. you referring to? The The newest one, seven, eight, and nine? Um, and you know, while we wait for that response, I mean, it did feel a little lowbrow, a little forced. Um, it, it was like they were just yeah. kind of trying to, I mean, it was a new director. And like you said, Disney had just made yeah. the purchase. So they're trying to change who their targeting audience is. Um, in I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> right here is prime example of who they're trying to get on board. I mean, the child. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we see where uh, Disney's trying to go. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they. Uh, well, Disney let's talk trilogy. about yep. before. <laughs> Lauren says she loves um, in the original. He says, "Luke, we got company." <laughs> Oh, yeah. Lauren also says some of the callbacks to the originals felt like grasping at straws. So what do you think about Mm. that, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's always a big. And we'll we'll talk about this when we get into um, Mm -hmm. eight and nine, especially. Um, and we talked about this too with like Rogue One is that fine line of giving references to things people know, you know, the quote unquote Easter eggs without, you know, fan service without without going too far. Without Um, being too obvious about it. Yeah, the little little nod here and there. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, if you're doing a, I think you can get away with it if you show you know, it's a wink and a nod type of show where the show is specifically designed to be, you know, a fun and not to cross streams, but I'm thinking of a show like um, Lower Decks 
on CBS, the Star Trek show, if I don't know if you've seen it. Um, but it's very much a wink and a nod to Star Trek. And there's tons of Easter eggs, but that's the focus of the show is, is that type of show. Whereas this was something completely different. Yeah. So um, you just got to find that nice balance, I think, with any time you do something True. like that. Um, let's, I want to talk a little bit about the buildup to to this and at least my experience with this compared to the last time we had new star wars which was 2005 was that when episode three came out trying to think i believe it was 2005 because 99 was right yeah i think it was 2005 um that sounds right so uh, so like I just, it, to me, this seemed different. Um, I mean, there was still a lot of, I still remember there's a lot of hype for, for Force Awakens and everyone was excited. But like, I remember in 99 when Phantom Menace came out of seeing people camped out. Like you said, you, you camped outside, yeah. you, you went to your, your, uh, went to that the yeah. cabin. Um, but I remember, you know, people people pitching tents out in parking lots right. for movie theaters. Uh, people waiting in line for you know overnight just to see this just to see this movie. And I don't remember seeing that that much with this movie with Force Awakens. Um, I mean, I miss that. I miss that camaraderie. I missed that feeling of family. Um, because, you know, you're standing in line with these people for hours, even if you don't weigh overnight, you're standing in line with these people for hours and they're all different ages. They're all different ethnic and racial groups. They're from different political viewpoints, different religions, different everything. But we all had one thing in common. We love Star Wars. We're all there to watch Star Wars. And so I really, really miss that with this trilogy of of that coming together and everyone just being like, you know, going in and seeing the people, you know, dressed up in costume. And um, I remember going with a group of people from, again, crossing the streams, a Star Star Trek fan club that I was a part of. And... um, Seeing somebody with a Klingon batleth fighting Darth Maul, fighting a Darth guy in a Darth Maul <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> costume and had a double bladed lightsaber that was a kind of that was kind of cool. Seeing that, um, but yeah, just you know, everyone just going there. You know, pe- there's random there's random lightsaber battles going on while we're waiting for the movie to happen, and it was just this feeling of family, and I just. I miss that about the Star Wars community and I still think it's there, but, and we talked about this last week with the, you know, the fandom divide mm-hmm. and um, I mean, what was your kind of experience with, with this new trilogy? Do you, do you, could you, do you notice that too, that there didn't seem to be that, that happened with this trilogy with the, with the long lines and the, you know, people, waiting like that yeah i mean i and it's in my opinion what happened i think is 
technology's come quite a long way since the prequel trilogy. And I- yeah. Oh, yes. You muted yourself. Okay, try it now. Apologize for. Uh, we apologize for this technical difficulty right now. Um, Ray will be back. Ah, there he is. There we go. All right. I don't know what happened there. You just suddenly got muted. All right. Can I hear you now? There we go. I can hear you now. All right. You were talking. Well, okay. Uh, um, you were saying something about the... Yeah, so sorry about that. Don't know what happened. Hiccup with the USB port or something. I don't know. It just went nuts. Anyway, yeah. so okay. original trilogy, everybody was... They loved it or they hated it, whatever. We all had our fond memories and our moments. Uh, the prequels was coming out. It was the first one and forever. Everybody was hyped up. We were so excited to get something fresh and something new. And honestly, a lot of people felt like it was a letdown. The original trilogy was just Mm -hmm. this abomination. And then as technology progressed and we had easier access to information and quicker access, here come the new Disney ones. And you already had this divide of people that they were very upset that Disney was now in control. Then they see the trailer and instantly they jump all over every little nitpicky thing they possibly can because they're thinking back to the prequels and what an atrocity they had suffered through. And they were worried that here we go again. And you know what? A lot of people were right. (laughs) But I think that that is what led to the people not forming these long lines or you know camping out like they used to because everybody was kind of like this isn't going to be that good we all had these preconceptions going into it yeah 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 i think i think that's i think that is true i also think that the fact that now and you didn't have it as much i mean you're starting to get get it like you said especially near like episode three but you know the internet was still something relatively new uh, in 99. Um, and you didn't have like the, you still had to buy tickets at the box office. Mm-hmm. You still had to, you know, most of the time, you know, for the most part, you still had to physically go to the movie theater. Even if you bought them ahead of schedule, you still had to go to the movie theater and wait in line and go up to the ticket booth and say, I'd like to take us to see Phantom Menace. Right. Uh, whereas now you can right. get online, click a button, and boom, you got tickets. Yeah. I mean, you can just sit right on um, your couch with so. your phone and wait. 
And as soon as it hits, you know, midnight or whenever the tickets go on sale, boom, purchase, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. You, exactly. know, you bypassed all so the lines. I think that, every you know, yeah, I think that that did. And like you said, like you said, the, you know, the, I think the anticipate, there's still that anticipation. But I think, like you said, the fact that we already had what it, you know, there's still the trepidation, you know, especially after you, like you said, after the prequel trilogy, there was still that kind of, you know, um, well, let's talk about some of the other characters. We've talked about Ray. We've talked about uh, Finn a lot. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the third person in the trilogy. That would be Poe, Mr. Poe Dameron. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, what did you think of the Poe character? Because, I mean, firstly, he was one of a, of, of the three of them, he was one of my favorites. Uh, particularly in this, you know, we get a good, um, a good little sense of who who Poe who Poe is. You know, the hotshot, the hotshot pilot. Um, you know, character. You know, kind of reminded me almost of like a, um, like a Maverick from Top Gun yeah. type of type 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 of guy type guy. You know, um. You know what? What was your kind of takeaway from of Poe? I I think of all the characters, especially those three. He was the most straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, there was no real mystery as to who this guy was. He was a great pilot. He knew it. He wanted yeah. everybody else to know it. I mean, he gets his own special X-wing. Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah, he got uh, special, yeah, like you know, this guy is good at what he does, and they didn't make any effort to hide that, or you know, maybe go back and say, uh, kind of like a, a Top Gun scenario, <laughs> or like, oh, you're a hothead, and blah blah blah. Like, I don't know, I mean, he was he yeah. was a good character, I think the actor portrayed him very well. And I, I like Poe. Now, what did you think of? Uh, personally, I thought the scene. I, it, again, it was a scene, a scene that kind of made me, kind of made me chuckle. Um, where he's getting interrogated, you know, the, or he's getting starting to get interrogated by, um, by Kylo. We'll, we'll talk about Kylo here in a second. Uh, where he made the line of, you know, should I talk first? Do I talk first? Do you talk first? How does this work? <laughs> um, yeah, that kind of showed that that right there showed me Poe's character that even when he was facing probably certain death, he still had that hot shot, cocky fighter pilot mentality. Absolutely. Um, just to the to the end. That was, you know, he's like, it doesn't matter, you know, what what's going on. I'm still going to be the smartass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, yeah. Yeah. I'm still going to, still going to crack, crack a joke no matter what. They almost um, kind of, sort of had that hint of Hanness to him. Cause, you know, a little bit. Like Han was kind of like that um, where 
I mean, he bragged about how good of a pilot he was. He, you know, he shot off at the mouth at the worst times. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's who he, but that was because, you know, he's a smuggler. Yeah. 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 He definitely had, he definitely was the Han of, of this new, new Trinity, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought it was an interesting that even though we talk about these three as being in the new Trinity, they are not brought, all three of them are not brought together until the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was kind of interesting. never meets Ray until the very last movie. Um, yeah. Which I thought was really actually it's it the end of the second movie they they finally get together at the end of the second movie right um again that's moving forward into next week mm-hmm. uh which should be a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i mean they even kind of um they brought in rose and you know, yeah that was yeah her not, and Finn not kind next of movie. went off like it was yeah. just kind of a it was like they went for the the you know holy trinity and then they just kind of were like eh, let's do this <laughs> yeah i don't know it's kind of weird but i mean it, it worked yeah but then of course um, like well, you said we got kylo kylo ren but what what was your thoughts on on Kylo, um, I mean, seeing seeing what the character looked like for the first time uh, through like the pictures and the trailers, and then seeing the actual character on screen, um, you know, what were your what were your thoughts on on Kylo? All through the trailers, I was like, "Yo, this guy's awesome." He's like vader on steroids like he's what i wish vader would have been and then you see him in the initial you know opening there and he stops that blaster bolt you're like what oh that was so cool like what but then he takes off his helmet and i was like okay all right i guess that's cool and then he's like starts slicing at the consoles and stuff throwing a temper tantrum and i was like yeah okay now now you lost me and from that moment on i kind of viewed him as like he had so much potential and i feel like what i think that i think that was the whole point of of the of the character of he was he kept trying to be something you know he you know he you know he had this dream of wanting to be, you know, be the next Vader and, um, you know, but he had that also had that, you know, Skywalker whininess to him. Uh, that seems to be a very, a big trait of the Skywalkers is the, is, is the, uh, the whininess. And <laughs> you definitely picked that up. Oh no, it's genetic. Um, <laughs> oh Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't. I 
I just see him as you know, someone who didn't have any control. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and that's why you see him, you know, lose the temper like that and start just destroying everything. And um, you know, again, we have that you know funny scene where you see the stormtroopers walking down the hall and they <laughs> they stop as they hear the lightsaber going up and they just <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're like, <laughs> um, I love stormtroopers. I do. Yes, stormtroopers are awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about him taking the mask off. Then, um, I think that was done to show that there is a person behind this, mm-hmm. and, um. Do you think they did the reveal of Kylo having been been solo too early? Or do you think that's something that should have come later on? Maybe, you know, a you know, like they did with with Vader being Luke's father, having that be the the reveal at the end of of the second movie in the trilogy. Oh yeah. Oh, I think um, they did that way too early. And I think they were yeah. they did that. Because they wanted that I am your father moment. I I think that's exactly yeah. what they were. Well, they wanted. I think they wanted that. And they knew they were going to kill uh, Han off in this movie. Yeah. Um, because that's the only way that, you know, Harrison Ford said he would come back. So they needed, you know, a way to kill him off. And for it to mean something and to be important. And they're like, well, we'll have his son kill him. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll have have this happen and then, you know. Which ended up so being I think that was kind of the because he became a good guy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Joe would be so I disappointed we'll right that. now. <laughs> I know. He'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> he had he had the galaxy in his hands, <laughs> and he let it go. It's just right through his fingers." We love you, Joe. <laughs> Even when he's not here, we know what he's going to say. <laughs> right, right, right. Imperial dog. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that was kind of my take on Kylo. I think they could have done a little bit better with him. Kind of prolonged his dark sideness maybe even got him a little more into the dark side to make his redemption mean a little bit more but quite honestly i just i i couldn't connect to with that character on a level that when he died in the end like i just kind of shrugged i was like "Mm, whatever you know i really didn't yeah i I wasn't all no why oh that was such a good thing to do like uh, meh but I kind of felt that way about Luke too, because I feel like that was a very anticlimactic, at least in my opinion, uh, yeah. death for Luke. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we'll get to that in episode uh, we do right. um, Last Jedi next week. But yep. these are teasers. Folks. I thought, <laughs> yes. Um. One of the things, um, and this is something that Star Wars really, unfortunately, does a lot. 
is characters that have so much potential when you first see them and then don't live up any way to the hype. Um, you know, the original trilogy, you have Boba Fett. Mm. And and this one, you have Phasma. Yeah. You know, this is a character that looks so cool on, on paper, you know, um, again had the cool armor and just looked like a total badass um and then doesn't do anything through through two movies does absolutely nothing yeah and yeah yeah, just just a real letdown and one character that had i thought had glimmers of hope in this movie and then they really cut again they really cut the legs off off of them in the next movie was um I can't think of the guy's name. The general, the uh, Hux. Oh yes, General Hux. Yes. And this one, I mean, you have you know that that speech where he's where they're getting ready to fire the uh, the laser from Starkiller Base, and he just comes off as this fanatical, just d- devoted follower of the First Order. You know. Um, I know I the, the joke was space Hitler. You know, he was space Hitler. Yeah. Uh sorry, sorry, don't want to get demonetized by saying the H word there. Uh space bitler. <laughs> Is that better? Bitler. Um <laughs> uh, you muted yourself again. Uh still muted. Sorry. Uh, having technical difficulties again. Nope. Still can't hear you. There we, there we go. Apologize about this. Um, there we are. Uh, Volume is a bit down now. I don't know. I don't know either. And you're muted again. No, can't. Sorry, you're muted. No, I can't hear you. Now, am I any louder? <laughs> yes, you are. There uh, you go. Apologies about that. I figured out the that. problem. Um, I got to use a different USB port because on one of the episodes of Shattered Dungeons, I may or may not have accidentally given my coffee or my computer a drink of triple shot uh, Starbucks coffee from a can. Um, I think it has finally seeped its way into my yeah. USB. <laughs> I, uh, but uh, I, I don't think computers lap computers can drink coffee. Yeah. You know, I, that's just me. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, we're talking about uh, the character of Hux yeah. in um, in 
in this movie and how, you know, it was kind of a missed opportunity mm-hmm. for me. No, I agree wholeheartedly. He yeah. he had a lot of potential. Yeah. And for, you know, the character that I feel like he was meant or could have been, yeah, they missed out for sure. And same thing with uh, uh, Phasma. Yeah. Like her armor, you just like. Oh. Phasma. And of course we have, we have the biggest, I think, I don't know if let down, but, you know, the when the movie ended, the big question was, who is yeah. the big bad yeah. in this one? Yeah, that was definitely a, a um, huge question on everybody's mind, I think. But you know who else? Yeah, who one is other character I felt kind of got left in the dust was, and, and mm. I know it's not his actual character's name, but... TR8R, the uh, stormtrooper that called Finn a traitor. Oh, yes, the traitor. He had yes. That really cool, yes. like electric lightning baton. And you're just like, holy cow, yes. look at that thing. And it's the last time we see that weapon. He barely gets to use it. Mm-hmm man just i think it's more the weapon i would like to have seen more weaponry like that because there was so much new stuff that we were seeing with the force i feel like we should have seen more new stuff with weaponry so let's talk a little bit about the plot and one of the criticisms um is that this was basically just a rehash of episode Mm -hmm. four it definitely had a lot of the that same This elements. was just yeah. beat for beat. Um, you know, giant planet killer, except this one destroys entire solar system, you know, entire system, solar <laughs> yeah. systems. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, and then of course, you know, have to you even have the trench mm-hmm. run. Um, but George himself has said that the stories are kind of cyclical. That they're, you know, if you watch the original trilogy, you'll see beats of kind of the same thing. Um, that you know, they follow a definite trend, a definite, you know, story, you know, story arc and trend. All the yeah. stories kind of do. Um, I mean, that was Lucas's MO was to so. do things in a recycling manner like that. Uh, I think a lot of people, though, yeah. were upset at how similar this was i mean we we start with a battle where this dude in black armor shows up and he's you know super powerful and trying to get information and then we roll into a desert planet i mean it, it it screamed episode four yeah yeah it was definitely like i said it was almost in many ways it was beat for beat and I Episode mean, we even four. get you even had the prison we even breakout. get the Millennium Falcon at the same point, just about. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, well, okay, all right, I can see where people are getting a little upset about this, but come on, I mean, Episode Four, that was that was a great episode. That, that was a fantastic one. So yeah. if yeah. you're gonna copy 
any of them, that's the one to do it, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I see that we're coming up oh, wow. on our uh, one our hour mark. I know, I know. We still have we still had a lot we could talk about. Um, and I'm sure we will get back to talking about this movie um, at some time in the future. Um, but, you know, just kind of your final thoughts as we wrap up here. Final thoughts on The Force Awakens. Final thoughts, Force Awakens. Um, I mean, hmm. I feel like I've said this before. I'm getting total deja vu, but definitely not the best for me. Definitely not the worst. Um, yeah. All in all, the way they introduced the characters, the way they brought everything together. I mean, I'd give it in, in, in Ray terms, I'd give it a B, B plus. Okay. That's good. Uh, again, I, I'm kind of with you, you know, not my favorite, but not my least favorite either. Um, it's kind yeah. of a middle of the road for me when it comes to start for the star Wars It's kind of right there. Uh, it's closer to the lower end of the middle, but still kind of in the middle. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, star Wars. I'm not exactly. going to turn it off. If it's on TV, I'm not yep, going to turn it that's off. That's right. Because if you listen to last um, week's episode, that's what makes us a fan. You know, you watch it even if it's not your favorite. All right. Well, then, let us uh, wrap things up. Ray, where can people find you on okay. the Okay, so here we go. And I'm going to try and get the times correct this this time because I, I said the Shattered Dawn at the wrong time, and I was corrected. Okay, so here, War of the Stars. We do Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Yeah. And uh, I'm always here hanging out. Well, can't say always, but as often as I can be hanging out with Mark and Joe, our imperial propagandist. <laughs> I had to say it because we know he doesn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I do celebrity <laughs> interviews under the Leo effects, which I've started posting those on Saturdays. I'm on Anchor, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all under Leo effects. So you can like and follow along there. And then I've got Shattered Dungeons on Tuesdays, which is a live show on Twitch TV. Um, if you go to Twitch TV slash Shattered Tabletop Games, uh, we go live at 930. You do stuff in, in the chat room there, and it translates into the podcast. It changes the game. It makes things more entertaining and possibly kills us off. And then lastly, the final thing, is once a month on a random Sunday that we select a month prior, we have a new show that Joe and I do with a bunch of other crazy peoples and a guest voice actor. And that one starts at 9 Eastern. Uh, Shattered Dungeons is 9.30. This Dungeons & Dragons game is... 9 Eastern, and that one is called One Crit Blunders, and it is the most chaotic, nonsensical, laughing show I've ever been on. <laughs> and there we go. That's everything. <laughs> All right. Now, here I go. 
you can get a hold of us. If you want to get a hold of us, a uh, few ways you can do that. First of all, you can email us, War of the Stars. What? Make sure I got the email right. Un momento, <laughs> por favor. I I was I always think I get this wrong. I don't know why. I believe it is War of the Stars, War of the Stars one at gmail.com. That's War of the Stars and the number one at gmail.com. That is also the Twitter handle for War of the Stars, uh, at War of the Stars. You can find us on Facebook. Just search War the search uh, search in the search bar up there. War of the Stars, and that will take you to the Facebook group and the Facebook page, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. Uh, support can do us do us a lot good there. We also have a t-shirt store uh, where you can buy cool t-shirts, so definitely get on that. We will put the link in the description somewhere where we post this on Facebook and other places. Uh, so yeah, you can get, and that goes a long way to help the channel too. Also, uh, next week will be the debut of myself, Brian Miller and Melissa Miller of uh, no relation. Uh, we'll be starting our new, uh, our new little show, called That Was The Way, which will be a Mandalorian after show. We're going to be looking back at season one and doing a recap before we go right into it. And that is going to be uh, a anchor in YouTube exclusive um, right there. So we've already got the YouTube channel up and going uh, to search for That Was The Way. Um, And... The anchor page, I believe, is up. Um, I made it, but I still have to. I'm hoping that I can get all the bugs worked out with that. And but yeah, so we'll be doing that next week. Um, and I believe that is about <laughs> it. Hit the Facebook, hit the Twitter, email, Patreon, everything is good. So, as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. And until next week, may the Force be with you.